Well, after the waffle subsided from the weekend, two great games. We had plenty of cricket last night, didn't we? We had the WBBL, the inaugural WBBL draft. We had the men's second BBL draft. Australia, they had a big win there over South Africa last night by five wickets. They won with the best part of three overs remaining. And the Asia Cup going on at the moment as well. And England, New Zealand. So if you're a cricket lover, you've got plenty happening at this stage of the year. The domestic season is sneaking up on us now. We're in the first week of September. Clopa Parra will be a key part of proceedings. Uh, batter for WA uh, and the WNCL. She's also a key part of the Perth Scorchers. And a couple of new names. Well, one familiar name and a new name joining as well. Danny Wyatt and Sophie Devine are going to be wearing orange this season. So will Chloe Paparo. She's with us now on Sports Breakfast. Chloe, good morning. Good morning, guys. Thanks for having me. Always a pleasure. And nice to be chatting as uh, cricket season gets ever closer with a few warm days last week. Chloe, does it feel like it's coming closer now as a player? Oh, not today, is it? <laughs> it's a bit rainy today. But no, I've been up in um, Brisbane playing T20 cricket and our practice matches up there for WA. So, um, yeah, definitely feels like it's coming, but it always sneaks off on you and, and hits you um, before you know it. Now, as a player, how did you experience last night and, and the first WBBL draft? I guess you've probably seen how it went with the men last year, but what were your expectations as you sat down last night and, and watched the, the WBBL draft unfold? Yeah, I was actually on a, on a flight home back from Brisbane, so I was hoping that the Qantas Wi-Fi would, um, <laughs> would get up and running, so I was lucky enough that it did and, and tuned in on the plane last night. So, yeah, it was definitely interesting. Um, obviously, a lot of talking, that's for sure. They, they, knew, they dragged it out, didn't they? But... Um, yeah, it was good. I think it provides another aspect to the, to the Big Bash as well. So um, really keen to, to get that competition underway. All right. It's a tough decision. You've had overseas players for last year, Marazan Kapman and Sophie Devine, and they had to choose between the two. Now, they've gone Sophie Devine. What would have sort of pushed it over the edge to go Devine instead of Cap? Yeah, obviously a really uh, difficult decision for the Scorchers hierarchy here. Um, you know, really impossible to keep both of them. So they obviously had to, to decide between the two. And I guess I think, um, you know, so's that captain. So um, it'd be hard to say um, goodbye to your captain and the leader of the group. So I think that's probably what pipped her over the edge um, in terms of Cappy. And, yeah, I think um, we've obviously got a lot of fast bowlers in in terms of local talent as well. So hopefully we can cover, you know, Cappy's um, over somewhat. All right. The second was Danny Wyatt. Can you just tell us, give us a little bit of background about her? Yeah, she's an awesome pickup, I think, and another you know hard hard hitting, probably top three batter for us. Um, you know, provides some handy off spin as well, and, and is an absolute gun in the field. So, um, yeah, really nice get for the Scorchers, I think. Um, you know, adds, adds another layer to our batting depth. What do you think this does more broadly for the women's game, though, to have a draft and have these these international stars so highly sought after, Chloe? What do you think it does for the women's game around the world? Yeah, I think as we've seen probably in the last you know twelve eighteen months. Um, you know, women's cricket is really on the big stage in terms of uh, international competitions. I think, uh, obviously, we're trying to kind of, you know, increase the monetary the monetary side of things for our international players um, so that, you know, the Big Bash is still the, the number one competition in the world. So I think, you know, having that draft kind of enabled us to do that and, you know, pay them what they deserve, I guess. In the, in the men's side of it, we've seen here in Perth that they've really tried to keep a core of WA guys and, and truly... You know, they passed up on a, the platinum pick last night sort of thing. Is that a similar um, way to go in, in the ladies? Is that what they're trying to do? Or is it a little bit more difficult with the depth? Um, I think it's a, it's a little bit different. I still think we try and keep a core group of, you know, WA talent together that, 
that gets to train 12 months of the year. Um, now Becky Grundy is the coach for both the Big Bash and WA, so I think it's important that we try and you know keep it a group together that, that gets that consistent messaging over the 12 months, but you know there's probably more international talent that's around in terms of availability for the women's um, Big Bash, so we can you know go after two or three international we're chatting to, uh, to Chloe Paparo, uh, Perth Scorchers batter and part of the WNTL setup with WA as well here on Sports Breakfast this morning. The inaugural uh, WBBL draft uh, last night. Last year was pretty tough. Chloe missed the finals at the WBBL after the dizzying heights of the year before. Uh, what does last night do to set you up for a tilt back into the finals? Yeah, obviously pretty disappointing campaign for us last year. And I think, you know, that's probably part of why we got um, Danny White is just to add some batting depth. Um, so probably didn't have the year that she wanted, and I, and I don't expect her to her to um, have two of those years on the trot. So she'll come good, and you know, and I think just having Danny White adds a little bit of depth, um, you know, in case one of those openers doesn't come off. And um, yeah, obviously d- disappointing, but we'll set ourselves to make the finals again this year. And the WNCL, I mean, that's that's your immediate focus. That's what's coming up before we get to the the WBBL. Last year you you started pretty well with a couple of wins and. It didn't quite click from there. How do you feel you're situated for another season? Everyone's chasing Tassie, I guess. Yeah, I think so. Obviously, Tassie has set the benchmark over the past couple of years. I think, you know, we're in a really sweet spot where we've got some, you know, experienced talent and then um, some younger players coming through as well. So uh, I think I'm really happy with, with where we're at. We've got four games before the Big Bash, which, yeah, is really exciting and, you know, can really set our season up well. When does that season begin for you? I mean, the men are in oh, later this month, I think it is. Yeah, same for us. We're 26th and 28th of September at the Wacker. Beautiful. Exciting to start at home as well. Hopefully we get a, a few days like we got uh, last week. How are you hitting them? How do you hit them up in Queensland? Yeah, happy with it, with a couple of good hit-outs. Um, you know, I feel like, for me, it's just kind of being trying to be consistent as possible while fine-tuning my game and yeah, probably adding a bit of power um, to my T20 game as well. So, no, happy happy with how I'm hitting them, but, yeah, I'll be raring to go in a couple of weeks. We look forward to seeing you in action. Chloe, thanks for your time this morning and uh, looking forward to a big summer ahead. Thanks so much, guys. Really appreciate it. Chloe Paparo with us this morning here on Sports Breakfast. A batter, top-order batter and a very good player too. Opens the batting mm. in the WNCL. Formed a pretty strong partnership with Maddie Dark last season. Uh, opening the batting, and they put on a couple of big stands, and we know that's so important. White ball cricket, get off to a good start. You find yourself in a good position.